The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I like an old man with a cool cane. When I see him, I'm like, that guy's cool over there. It's like when I walk with the umbrella sometimes. I just go, man, yeah. I feel cool. I don't know why, but I'm walking with my umbrella on the side and tapping the ground with it, and it just feels cool. I'm going to be a cane guy now. All right. Yeah, buddy. What's up? Chris Sims on Button. Chris Sims here. Paul Burmeister's here. No cane. Wearing his all. You're not going to go all cane like when you get a little older? I saw the cane thing on the yeah. rundown. I'm like, we weren't man, talking about cocaine. We're starting we were... <laughs> out with the fact that I'm over 50 again. Here no, we go. We, it came up last week. It just came up, and I don't even know what brought it up. Me and Ahmed were talking about it. Oh, he was talking about Wayne Fonts. That's Wayne right. Fonts. The old Lions yeah, the coach. Right. And he was talking. But, but I don't know. Kane's one of those things. You like it? I, I feel like if I got to the age where, damn, my hip's a little sore, mm-hmm. and instead of like, I'll, I'll take the little help, and I think it's a little bit of a fashion statement, yeah. as I was saying yeah. on there. I remember my, my mom's dad had this giant thing of, 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 of canes. Right. When I was a kid, I would take him and like, go out in the yard, and we visited on Sunday and like, act like it was a golf club. And my mom, who never got mad at me or anything, was like, that, that's, not, that, that's not very respectful. Don't. Oh, yeah, right, right. Don't right. don't treat that like it's a five iron. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not, not a good. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, right. that's the extent of my cane. Yeah, comment. I right. don't know. <laughs> I got to think about this. Okay, well, I think it's like a, you're into style and fashion. Sure. Like it's a, to me, I'd almost want it as much as an accessory. That's where I look at it. It's like, yeah, it helps me out a little bit. But when you're cool, you need. I mean, when you're old, you need something to make you a little cooler. I hear that. The cane. Yeah. And you're not saying that you're that old yet well, that you need I, to worry about that, okay? However. But but you're getting there. Yeah. Uh, it's coming. It's coming soon. And then, and then the old, like, you know. I do like the hat. The, the I, hat. I have a, you know, what the hell do they call those hats? Fedora. A fedora or even, like, the Bruce Arians. Uh, oh, the Kangol thing? Yeah, the Kangol. Exactly yeah. right. Like, I have a Kangol. Nice. And I used to sport it every now and then. Yeah. Uh, my cousin had bought it for me when he was over in Europe. And, and I, I could see myself going with the fedora or the, the Kangol 100%. hat as I get older, for 100%. sure. Losing a little hair. Just go, okay, let me Happens. put this on. Thinking about the fashion, I mean, three or four years we've been doing this. Yeah. This is the first time we've both arrived with no sleeves i know right i'm wearing just a plain t-shirt yeah florio got on me he's like what are you just gonna wear a t-shirt he's like it doesn't even have a pocket on it i was like well it's a designer (laughs) t-shirt i'm not like it's not like some piece of crap i put on and it's summer you can wear a black t-shirt anywhere i pretty much exactly right exactly right i mean if he can wear like a zip up sweat sweatshirt on the show in mid-may yeah that's what he'll do he'll like tomorrow he'll wear a sweatshirt he's gonna get on me about my damn (laughs) t-shirt today all right so yes uh, i I wore the i wore the t today our gun are out that's right. right yeah and i mean it's not hard to go the same color as me it's either black or black. blue 
But uh, button I don't your have top much fucking button. I mean, show some respect for the show. I mean, I geez. buttoned one. Okay, I buttoned good. one. And that's a lot for you. That's good. Yeah, halfway there. <laughs> are you like? Uh, the, are you like? Are you? Oh, this maybe is what you're going to be okay. as you get older. Yeah. Jerry Buss, you know, like the Lakers show. Like you remember the Lakers owner yeah, Jerry yeah, Buss? Yeah. You need to watch that first off. Okay. The, the show about the Lakers right now. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I, if it lasts before Jerry West <laughs> sues them for the Supreme Court. I've seen that. But like his shirt is button down shirt. all the way down i mean to the bottom i mean it's just a but he buttons it right above the belly button every day really could you ever so, do that no 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 I, I i do like going with the second one on button yeah okay Total seinfeld sure Total seinfeld show if it's not too low yeah to me like w- when you go top sometimes sometimes it, it's like way no, too the formal. buttons could be a little too yeah, yeah I it's got like you. way up there right so then you, you get a drop down one right. but then it looks like you're showing off chest hair yeah. you're trying to be the 70s right. guy right it's a tough call I, it is a tough call i know what's you have the... solved it by just going all the way up well yeah i did yes you're right i keep it simple right? yeah that's how i kind of approach all my clothes that's why they're all black and blue because i'm just like it's simple i don't have to think <laughs> uh I, I know that's one i don't get and i'm like where's the line of demarcation there i think you, you know, know. Is, i guess you I do think you know it's it's it, it's shirt by shirt if you're willing to, to go to that second one, you've got to evaluate each other. I'm going to try it this summer. Yeah. I am going to do it. I'm going to go somewhere. Like, and try go, it out around the house. I'm going to go like, I'm going to, I'm going to go out in public. You're going to go gonna out. I'm going to go out in public like and go. grocery store kind of public? Nah. Kids to practice? Like a night, thing? like a barbecue night where I go. Where I'm you just see other go, people. Yeah. I'm going to go, eh, I'm going down to two or three buttons down this, this side. What's going to be the evaluation? The, the, the comments you get or like how you feel in it? Uh, the, how I feel. I don't give a shit Intrinsic. about the comments. Comments. I always okay. get comments. Like, Why is your top button button? What, yeah. what, what is this? Why do you do this? That's what I hear. That's the right I, answer. That's what I used to hear all the time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so people have finally given up on that. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got a good one today. I know we do. It's more quarterback rankings. Love it. Right? Here yeah. we go. We're going to go 35 to 31, right? Is that where we're going today? Yes, 35 to 31. Some really good ones here, too. And I, I think any chunk of the 40, any five, it's yeah. always fun. Thanks. But yep. I got the list, and I'm like, oh, okay. And you haven't seen the whole list yet, yeah. have you? Yeah. Oh. I've only seen – I oh, saw what you did Monday with right. Ahmed. Right, And – I've seen our list, yeah. so I don't know what you're doing forward. Okay, I just saw some of the names. I'm like, yes, yeah. Okay, hey, listen, we got go. some good QBs in yes, football right now, and we got some young, talented guys. We got some really high end backups, and yeah, we're going to talk about some guys today that have potential to be starters and kind of be yeah. good in the NFL. There's no question about that. One piece of news I want to hit on just before Please. we start here. Yeah. The fucking Eagles just signed James Bradbury. Howie Roseman can't get enough. I mean, he's killing the offseason. Yeah. I mean, he really is. And, and, I mean, the Eagles, that roster there, and the way they're set up, I mean, not Bradbury was overpaid with the Giants. That was not a great contract, but he's still a good player. You know, they were paying him like he was Jalen Ramsey or somebody of that nature. He wasn't. But for them to add him now, damn, D, I mean, the D-line's good. The linebackers are good. It's the offensive line. I mean, the, the Eagles, you know, I'm a Giants fan, and, and I'm, like, sitting here going, damn, the Eagles are going to be good for the next four or five mm. years. There's absolutely no denying it. This is just your way of making all of us wonder, is, is Jalen Hurts 35 to 31 today? <laughs> is this your way of getting to the Eagles quarterback? Tease. Just call Howie and say, hey, can you sign somebody? Well, just you better to listen the to the full pod. He might be on here today. He might not. I'm mm. not telling. I'm, I'm not, not telling. I'm not telling either. No, yeah. no, no. He's definitely not. The one person I could tell you that won't be on today, I could tell you a few. You yep. know, um, Aaron, Josh Allen won't be on. Oh, man. Mahomes, I was a little disappointed. Burrows. Yeah. Russell Wilson dropped this far. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to see any of them today. So there's there's a Tom spoiler. Brady, Tom Brady's today. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. How yeah, about we start Brady. by seeing what you did just kind of uh, 
continue yeah, the warm up phase. See sure. what you did there, forty through yep. thirty five. So Drew Locke at forty, Kenny Pickett. So at least one rookie there, thirty nine. Yeah. Yep. Teddy Bridgewater, thirty eight. Gardner Minshew, thirty seven. Tyrod Taylor, thirty six. Which one of those five created the most discussion and reaction the last couple of days? Uh, hey, listen, I, I think you know the the Tyrod Taylor Minshew Bridgewater area is a tough tough area there because it mm-hmm. it's very close yep. and some of those guys you know Bridgewater and Taylor are a little more proven commodities than those guys you know so that that's always an interesting conversation people always oh the rookie you don't know how he's going to be blah 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 you know I think that's the I biggest thing that, that would be the one yeah it, it, that's always yeah yeah the Steelers fans Steelers are fans all over the say, place hey thanks yes. for including our guy before he played a snap or why isn't he higher? It's it's either way. Exactly yeah. right. Or why is he even on the list? You don't know what he is. That, that's why I'm here, though, everybody. This is what I do. This is what I'm going to continue to hit home here. I'm going to continue. This, this is – I know we don't have to agree with everything, but you, we can agree that I do this a lot and look at this shit and study it as hard as anybody there is. So that's why I'm here. I, this is why I was trying to tell everybody for the last five years – Matthew Stafford was one of the 10 best quarterbacks in football and a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Oh, wait, he got on a team this year. And what did he do? Oh, he won a Super Bowl. Shut the fuck up. Okay. So <laughs> that's why I, I guess I got to use some of my experience and knowing my studies and what I've seen. And I know that as far as Pickett is concerned, you know, as you heard of me say during, during the, the breakdown, during the draft, you know, it, it's Mac Jones light to a degree. Mm. He's ready to play. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. He's as he's you know other than Burrow and Mac Jones here in recent history, he's about as ready to go as far as knowing how to read the field and play the position that way as we've seen. So that's why I can feel confident about throwing him in the list. And then hey, I had a few people, and I just told you one that yeah. we won't give the name yeah. out. Drew Locke. People think I got Drew Locke too low, mm. and I just Drew Locke is I, I they, because they all see what I see, and I stick up for Drew Locke a lot. The talent's real. But it's just like, I don't know if I can trust him. It's the all over the place. Exactly everywhere. right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he could be that guy that goes like, he's 40 this year. And then, I mean, he has a great year. And you go, well, shit, he's in the top 20 next year. Because yeah. the talent is worthy of that. It's just yeah. all the other things that you need to check the boxes. You can't give a full check or you give no check in a lot of those areas. And that's where it's scary. He's the one guy that I look at. And, again, I know you're 35 through 31. But your first 10 of all the names I see there, he's the one that if he was 18 or 19 next year, I wouldn't be that I surprised. Agree. I know. If I brought his name up this time next year and you're like, I can't believe I had him at 40, I wouldn't be that surprised uh, either. Uh-huh. I, I, I struggled with him. And my the bias. The range is real. My bias wanted to put him up yeah. higher than this. Bias toward what, his talent? Yes. And I liked him and I liked him coming out of the draft. Yeah. But that's where I always check myself before I wreck myself. And that's where I go back. When I go back to the film, it usually answers it a little bit for me. And that's where I came to him. Like, you, you already said it. Inconsistencies yeah. are when I just watched it, I just went, man, I mean, I, 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 you can't trust him. And that, to me, is, is a big part of being able to be a quarterback. you got to yeah. be, you know, in the trust tree to a, to a degree. Right. Yeah. We just might have the chance to talk about him again later in this pod. Maybe. We could. Maybe. We could. Connect the dots right. a little uh-huh. bit. Are we all ready for yeah. 35? Let's do it. All right. Drum roll. 
If we have Chevy Chase vacation style, even better. Yep, it's always better. 35. What do you 35. Davis Mills, it's the Houston Texans starting quarterback. Who would have thought last year at this time? I know, right? right? I wouldn't have been one of those guys. Certainly not. Now, listen, hey, listen, let's just start off with the picture right here. This is something he can improve. He does have a few mechanical things where I go, like Joe Burrow did last year to throw the ball harder and stronger. Davis Mills can fix a few mechanics in his game to allow him to throw the ball a little more explosively, too. You know, there even there, the arm is too long there in that position with the ball in the what hand. Mean the arm is too the, long. That that ball in the hand arm there, yep. the angle is br- almost breaking a little bit. Okay. All right. I don't love that. His motion can get too long. Yeah. I didn't mean to get in that. It's the first time I saw the picture. All right. Um, Davis Mills though, uh, I think was one of the more pleasant surprises when I turned For on sure. the film. Yeah. I, did, I didn't expect to maybe even put him here. I wasn't sure where he was going to go. Right. Uh, had the the first part of the season, you know, when Tyrod got hurt. Yep. Had a few moments of playing good here and there, but then, of course, struggled too. Yeah. And it's, hey, he's a rookie, and he was on not a very good team that couldn't run the ball. Let's, and then got to go to the bench and, and, and kind of think about it a little reassess, bit. Reassess, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big thing. Again, yeah. yeah, reassess, take a deep breath. Wait, why am I making this so hard? Damn, coach just said go one to do to three. Why the fuck am I going one, three to four and doing all this shit? So, yeah, you, you, he came back a different player. Stats say it. The stats say it. The film says it. He came back more confident and sure of himself. You know, he's got some ability in his game more than I gave him credit for, I think, coming out of Stanford, to be totally real with you, and maybe more than I gave him credit even at the end of the season last year. Yeah. Because, again, I wasn't glued into Texans football. Most real, of us weren't. In week 15, yeah, I sorry. I wasn't, like, breaking it down compared to some of the other top teams in the, in the league. So when I did turn him back on, hey, the first thing is, just like we said in the draft, he, he knows how to play in the pocket. He's, he's another guy like a Kenny Pickett or whatever yeah. else where, yes, he understands going through reads. He can read a defense and make the appropriate decisions. So that gives him a great start there. He is good in the pocket. I mean, he plays big in the pocket. Mm-hmm. He moves well in the pocket. He's shift and he's, slide. I mean, exactly. Much better than I thought. Exactly, right? When you turn it, it on. Yeah. Probably the number one shocking thing to me. Pocket when, presence, yeah. Pocket presence and even the ability to get out of the pocket. A little and, bit. And do, right. It's not gonna, you're not going to go, oh, my gosh, Wow. But if the pocket collapses or there's trouble, he's a good enough athlete to get out, run for a few yards, five, ten yards, or, you know, make a throw on the run. Yeah. He is. You know, his ability, again, it's not a he's not a thrower, he's a passer. He's more about timing and mm. rhythm and anticipation and oh wait, I've repped this a lot and in this coverage, I gotta throw this appropriate type ball. Yeah. And I can understand why. They want to go with him. Yeah. You know, Nick Casario's looking at it like he might have hit the diamond in the rough here where he got a mid-round quarterback to be a starter. And I think he deserves that shot. And I think, you know, he's another guy. He can definitely be above this next year. There's no doubt. It's not huge talent, but it's good talent. And his ability to play the position is... You know, pretty advanced for the age that he's at right now. Yeah. yeah. Two things stood out to me. The, yeah. the first you brought up, the way he kind of, with his eyes downfield, would shift and glide in the pocket. He doesn't care Very about getting nice. hit, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he will get hit in the Big chest dude. and make throws. Yeah, right. exactly. That right. was number one. Number yeah. two, and tell me, tell me if I'm on or off here. When he went to the bench, right. okay, after he started, but came back, I think when, when you're, you're on a team that's not that good, you're a rookie, you kind of had an up-and-down shift when you were in before, I think most guys are a little more conservative. Not afraid to try to fit it in in the intermediate. Not afraid to go down, you know, not way downtown. But he's no. he's he he didn't take the easy way out a lot. And 
I thought that stood out. It, that Nine to me, touchdowns, yes. two picks. Yes. In the last five stars, that and it wasn't was Dinkin and Duncan. That's to me what it was it. That, hey, listen, you know me. I'm probably a guy that puts a little more in stock into that kind of stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, oh, we got a five-yard completion. Great. There was a 20-yard completion to be had. It's the fucking NFL. It's hard to move the ball. I got to hit it when it's yeah. there. And he did do that. Yeah, early in the year, I think he was a little gun shy. He's not sure what he's seeing, you know. And and that's why I put him in front of guys like Tyrod Taylor and Teddy Bridgewater. The last point you just said there. Because he got out of, let me just be quarterback completion percentage yeah. and it's never my fault. He started making plays and dictating the game himself with his own play at the end of the year. And pushing the envelope a little bit. And yes, you're right, making throws down the field. You know, ooh, that's, that's going to be a tight one. Oh, we got it in there. I mean, there was a lot of those moments. And again, it's not a huge arm. It's not. I, I get that, but he is pretty natural at playing the position, and I think when you add that to the size like you're talking about, the ability to look down the field, subtle movement in the pocket and everything there, and then he does have great touch, and his arm is good enough to make all the throws. It's never going to be a wow arm, but it's a good arm, and I think between all those things, let alone my knowledge of the guy, you know, I know he's a nerd, and he works hard, and he's, he's all that. into the craft, and, yeah. and again, me knowing the, guy, the jumps that guys make from your one to year two, that's where I think it justified putting him ahead of guys like Tyrod Taylor, Gardner Minshew, and and uh, Teddy Bridgewater and company. It looks like he's ready to take a big step forward. You yes. look at the other 10 around him. That's the question. Do you think he's set up for success so then 2023 in the spring when we're talking about the draft, are, are the Texans in the quarterback game or not? <sighs> I, I think there is enough around him. I do. Yeah, I'm not sold that he's definitely the future yet, yeah. right? I think that's going to be... He's going to have to prove that it's this a, year. It's not a slam dunk. It's not a slam dunk. You can dunk. see it happening, though. I can see it happening. Exactly right. I mean, if he stays on the course that we just talked about at the end of the year, he's going to be the starter and be the guy. Yeah. You know, they're they're not going to be, I think, the type that's going to go out and try to get $30 million receivers. Not Nick Casario, that company. They're going to be like New England was in the day. We're going to get a lot of, you know, A- and B-plus type wide receivers yeah. and try to make it work that way. Right. You know, their they're offensive line, it's, it's not bad, right? And... You know, uh, running back, got one of my favorites in Damian Pierce this year. But I think if you ask me in my heart of hearts, after doing what I did last week, I can't remember what day I studied him, if that was Thursday or Friday, but in my heart of hearts where I think I would have gone in the process and go, eh, he's kind of just holding it down for the year. Before the, after I studied it a little bit, I went, mm, my heart of heart, kind of my gut kind of said, eh, I think he's going to be the quarterback, you know for maybe more than just a year yeah, or, nice. or or at least a few more. And we'll see where it goes from, from there. Yeah. yeah. What, one more fun note about him. So he was the eighth quarterback taken last year, Chris, at 67 in round three. Yeah. If he would have gone 67 this year, would have been the second quarterback. Uh, that's taken. crazy, right? I, I mean, know. There's so many fun ways to, to compare talent this year yeah. to last year. Yeah. Right. And he, you know, I think – you see, part of the league values that kind of guy yeah. where they just want to go, wait, he's going to run our offense and do that stuff. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm not all in favor of that guy, as you know. Yep. I, I'm more of like, wait, is, is Corral or Malik an idiot? Malik Wilson, oh, they're not? Well, I'm going with them because I'm going to take the talent and I'm just going to go, I think I can teach them some of the other stuff. Right. You know, that's, that's where I, I land with that. But I know that uh, I'm not everybody's like that. And, yeah, somebody like Casario, and there's a bunch of other teams too that, that really value the fact of, like, no, he's going to play it 
true to the position and really understands how to play the position and the little nuances of throw the ball away or don't force the ball or, you know, now is the time to take a sack. Just get sacked. You know, the, he, he's got a good feel. He's natural like that for sure. Fun way to start there. Somebody we never would have thought would have been here last year at this time. So yeah. Davis Mills at 35, bringing us to 34. Yeah, another guy that you probably didn't think was going to be here, you know, last year. And, and, and really probably another guy that kind of was like the pleasant surprise of this whole exercise. I think this guy. I think this guy's good, Tyler Huntley. I do. Baltimore Ravens. All right. Please take away that fucking picture of me and evil <laughs> Roger Goodell. Thank you for Leave covering it up, it longer, up Tyler Pete. Huntley. Come on, take um, Tyler away. He um maybe was put in the toughest spot of anybody last year. I mean, because well, just he got to come in, and they were in the playoff race still. Yeah. And they were going through a stretch of the schedule that was the, probably the toughest part of the schedule for them the whole year. Yeah. I mean, oh, hey, you get to come play, and you got to play, you know, oh, you're going to play Green the, Bay. The, the Bears and Cleveland and Green Bay and, and Pittsburgh the and the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah, come on in for your first experience. Water's warm. You yeah, like it. right, yeah. right, exactly right. So, you know, that's where I look at it and go, again, don't be all about the numbers here. Yeah. All right? The guy, this was a team that couldn't run the ball. Mm. They don't have a marquee number one wide receiver. He ran it well. He ran it well. Yeah. And their offensive line was beat up last year. Right. You know, the thing I I think that came away with more than anything with him is throws the ball better than, you know, I thought coming out of college or even thought watching last year. Undrafted free agent. Undrafted free agent. Right. It's, it's, you know, again, he's not going to be throwing sidearm and doing all that stuff, but he has a... Pretty strong arm. He can push the ball down the field, and he can put enough zip on it to put some balls into tight windows over the middle to Mark Andrews and company. And the ball that. jumps off his hands sometimes. Exactly right. Right. Yeah. There's a few throws every game where I go, "Fuck, why don't you throw it like that every yeah. throw?" You know. And I think he's probably still toying with mechanics and figuring it out. And he's young still. And of course, hey, he's been able to run and get out of jail free that way at yep. times. Yep. But the other thing I love about him is he does want to stay in the pocket. He, he wants to stay. He's not looking to run, and he's a pretty good decision-maker. So now you go decision-making, right? And I would argue his decision-making, you know, when he came in, like Lamar was going through a tough stretch and not playing all that well. And, you know, Lamar, let's say he got hurt in the Cleveland game. The week before that, I think, was the Steelers game. And Lamar was bad in that game, and they lost the game they should not have lost. You know, he came in and – you know, I was pretty efficient with decision making. Yeah. To the point where you're like, damn, it's it's he's good there. Yeah. All right. And then, hey, listen, it's 2022. M- running, scrambling, quarterback design, run plays is part of this evaluation now. Not you know me, I'm still all about the pocket, and you got to make it happen there. However, but if, however, if you can do it, and just to add to that yeah, last three games he ahead. played, 31 carries, 200 yards. That's that. It's a, it's a real thing. It's part of his game. The defense yeah. has to worry about it. You know, so I think you know between all of those things, he is tough. You know, he can make some special runs happen. He showed a little bit of a clutch gene. Really, the way he played in the Packers and Rams game, he certainly wasn't afraid of the, the big lights of the moment and all that. He had him right there. He had him yeah. there. Exactly right in all the games. Now, he got the last game of the year against the Steelers. He, yeah. he got tricked by some coverages a few times. All right. And, you know, I, I will sit here and still content that they were kind of punch drunk at that point, I yeah. think, as a football team, yeah. too. You know, it's everybody's hurt. Uh, they've, the defense was crushed. The O-line wasn't the same. There's no running backs. I mean, they were hanging on by a thread, 
right? So I, I guess I take that into account a little bit either way. But this is another guy that's he's going upwards, upward trajectory. I really like his game, and he'll be a low end starter maybe. You know, when it's all said and done, and gets out, you know, a Baltimore or maybe stays there. Who knows what the right. hell happens? But either way, they got a good backup quarterback there. I want to thank you because uh, when I got this list last night, Tyler Huntley and going back and watching a couple games got me out of post dinner cleanup duty. Good, got to work. No problem. I got to work. No problem. Got to check funny. this out. My kids walk by and they're like, he, he's just watching football. I'm like, it's work. <laughs> I'm working right now. So I, I went back and watched a couple games. A couple yeah. things jumped out. Yeah. Uh, number one, I give him credit for, like you said, wanting to stay in the pocket, but knowing that he's got a fastball with his legs. Yes, right. Okay, he so, danced around the pocket. like He wants to yeah. make the throw. And then when it all, like, okay, shit, I can't stand here and throw. When he has to use it, he go. does. Right. And he does it with an exclamation point. Right, right. That was number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, he knew Mark Andrews was the best the guy best available. The best friend ever, right. So he didn't go there every time. Yeah. But you could see, like, okay, I know this is my number one. He, that was on his radar And he always. had a real nice connection no with question. him. I thought he was a little conservative. I think so, too. I would have liked to see him push it downfield a little sure. bit. Sure. And sometimes it's all fastball and no off speed. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you there. It is. I don't disagree with touch. any of that. You know, the um, the conservative thing, I think, is just, you know, again, I, I think that's something that, you know, again, I, this is why I'm here. to it could like, speak to a lot of things. Well, it speaks to a lot of things. The state of their team, yeah. what he's being told behind the background. Hey, you know, don't take a chance. Our defense is okay. We can hang in there this week against Big Ben and that offense, yeah. you know, or, or whoever it may be. You know, so I think there's, you know, a lot of things. You're you're young. You don't want to screw the game right. up. You don't want to do that. You're yeah. starting your career off. So, you're gonna, hey, you're going to err on taking care of the football a little bit. You know, but then what you saw, I think, to your point is when it got to the point of the game where it was like, okay, you do got to be aggressive now and push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. He was capable of doing it. Yep. And that's what I liked as well. So, yeah. you know, we'll see where it goes. But I'm, I'm a fan of Tyler Huntley. I really am. And, and again – you know, I, I think he showed the ability to make some plays outside the box that can really help a team win a yeah. game, whether his legs or his arm. And that's, again, where I give him an advantage maybe over some of these other guys. Some of these other guys we've talked about on this list already, yeah, they can run the offense and do everything good there. Huntley might be a little less in that department, all right? Or And you're, you know, like you said, a hair conservative, but... When nothing else is there and shit hits the fan, out of some of these other guys we talked about, I go, well, Tyler Huntley can make more happen yeah. then than those guys can. And, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm one that maybe puts a little more stock in that than the rest. How about a little QB Jeopardy pop quiz? Ooh, pop quiz, asshole. It's been, What's that from? It's been a while. Pop quiz, asshole. That was, <laughs> is, it, is that just how you felt It's an old movie. No, it's like a it's, – what is Speed? it? Speed? Oh, you're I'm right. Pop quiz. Speed. You, Speed with Keanu Reeves when they're on the bus. I and, remember, yeah. I right? remember like that the highlights. And it was and um you know, um oh, it was um, Charlie Sheen's dad, right? No, 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 it's not Charlie Sheen's dad. It's um the guy that did the Nike commercials back in the day. He's 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 the Hoosier dad who's a drunk. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, thank you. He's so good in Hoosiers. So oh good. My God. Right. Yeah, it was awesome. And remember he did have the Nike commercials back in the day, if anybody remember. He'd talk about oh, Barry Sanders. With Hardy Nickerson. Bo Bo exactly. He would like hold the picture of He would yeah, like talk great. to it and do that stuff. Love that one. And that's what he would do to Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yeah. pop quiz asshole, and he had to answer the question. Right, right. Nice you little lesson see that there. Movie. I know, I know. I got to go home and watch one. it. It's okay, quarterback Jeopardy. Yeah, let me pop hear quiz. this. Let me hear it. Here we go. Does not have anything to do with Dennis Hopper or speed. <laughs> Who was the only undrafted quarterback to have more passing yards than Tyler Huntley last season? Whoa! All right, hold on. Let me pull His up the teams here. His first name is a good hint. So Tyler Huntley. Oh shit! I hate when you do this shit. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> 
you make it you make it harder. You give me a, I, I start to choke more. I'm like, oh, it's it's obvious. So you're saying it's a Tyler? Well, it's wait. So wait, very, right, say the read the question to me one more okay, time. Okay. Let me just make sure I didn't miss something here. Who was the only undrafted quarterback to have more passing yards than Tyler oh, Huntley last yeah, year? Yeah, see, I was thinking of a young guy, Taylor Heineke. There you go. There see? We go. Yes. Just the A. For the, yes. You know. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking like rookies and young guys, and I was I like, know, wait, who hard. am I missing here? Heineke hasn't shown up yet. No. No. And he won't be. I'm just going to spoil it for <laughs> you right now. He ain't, ma- he ain't making it. Yeah. I'm sorry. He was one of the first few names out. I'd, I'd like to read off some of the names. Maybe we're getting to the category where I could tell you the names that missed out. Honorable mention? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's throw it out right now. Do whatever the hell we want. Hey, um, I mean, Heineke, Jacoby Brissett, Case Keenum, Colt mm. McCoy, mm. and Fitzpatrick. Colt had a couple good moments last no year. No doubt about they it. They, they, they were tough ones. Yeah. You know, they were. And then and they're, they're again, it just tells you, I think, there's a lot of good a lot guys of good quarterbacks, there. right? Yeah. You know, so those were the guys that kind of were off the list. That was my 45 guys where I was going, damn, I got to make it to 40. Which one of these guys am I going to leave off? Right. Yeah, so it wasn't easy. A little random QB Jeopardy and a random honorable mention. Boom. It's a nice way to, to kind of break it up there. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Okay, so we had Davis Mills, 35. Yeah. Tyler Huntley, 34. Mm -hmm. 33. I, I, I can't wait to hear about this one. Yeah. Yeah. Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't let the past infiltrate your brain about what's going on now. Think about that. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Don't everybody thinks about the bullshit that happened in Geno Smith's early career. And you know what that has to do with anything? Fucking nothing. That's right. Because it's five years later now, and we evolve as humans and move on. Okay? Hopefully. All right. Yes, yeah. hopefully. You're right. It's a big hopeful here. Um, all right. So many ways to go. You well, want to go ahead. I'll you want to lead it off? Well, or I mean, go ahead. Throw some shit at me. Go ahead. So third or fourth time we've done this, his mm-hmm. name's never been on the list. No, yes. He's been the guys that I've just mentioned off. Yeah. He's been 42 He's and been 44 and those kind okay. of guys. Yes. Okay. So, like, wh- I mean, he didn't play that much last year. No, he did not. What did you see to, to say, you know what, not only is he going to be on just like 40 or 39, He's going to be a, a little deeper on that list. Because, what impressed you? Yeah. Well, one, you know, you got to get out there sometimes and play a little bit for me to judge about, okay, wait, where is he? Did the, is the guy, has he evolved? Has he gotten a little bit better? You know, preseason's been pretty good with Geno the last few years. That's why he's been on my radar. Yeah. Geno Smith, there's a reason he was the 33rd pick in the NFL draft and, and rumored as a first-round pick. I mean, Geno's big. Geno's arm is big. All right. Gino plays in the pocket pretty damn well. Gino can get out of the pocket and run. Gino's release is legit one of the quicker releases in all of football. It's always over the top. It's a little bit over the top. Yeah. There's yeah. no doubt about it. But he can get it out of his hands, and he can make a power throw down the football field. I'm waiting to hear about accuracy. Though. Yes, okay. Well, accuracy, to me, that was probably the biggest thing that yeah. I boost him up this year. You know, when I watch some of those games and we'll go back, I mean, first off, that offense is not good. Right. So if we're going to talk about Russell Wilson and go, well, they don't give him a lot of options. We got to do that with Geno Smith, too. Yeah. You know, it's not fair. It's, it's very simple. And then with Geno Smith, you know, 
I couldn't get over the control of the football he had last year. You know, whether it was in the tight windows, power throws, quick throws, the ball down the field, whatever. And that was an issue way back when. It, it definitely was. You know, I think he's kind of found the right way to throw the ball for him. You know, I, I do. You know, you're right. It is a little bit of that over-the-top motion, yeah. but it's quick, it's tight, it never really breaks down. You don't see his arm get away from him ever in some weird yeah. way. You know, he can go, he doesn't really go sidearm. He'll kind of dip his body, but he can flick it, which is a thing Mm -hmm. where he can be a guy in his face and just do this and still throw a 20 yard out route and be impressive. And that's where I like Gino. He take, he took care of the football. Um, He, uh, uh, here's another aspect that I thought was just through the roof. Good. All right. His ability to, again, a little bit like we talked about the last two guys, Man, Gino, when I went back and watched every throw from the four games, hopping around the pocket and waiting and moving and moving and waiting and hopping and staying in the throwing position, and, oh, there's a guy over the middle for a 10-yard gain. I mean, he did that a lot. That is such a, a, a subtle thing, staying in throwing position. It, it is. When you don't release yes, it right away. Right. He did it. That he does jump out when you watch it. He doesn't. Yeah. He did it really well. I can like, picture it, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. he's got some moments in, in the Jacksonville and the Steelers game where he moves around and hops around and buys time, and you go, damn, and then he throws a laser down the field. So he was great there, you know, the way he can slide and do that. Uh, I, again, you know, I think the Jets and Giants conversation infiltrates people's brains too much with Geno Smith. I do. And I think there last year – Again, I would, you know. And we hadn't seen him for quite a while It's been either. a while. He That's threw why more I, passes last year, Chris, than he yeah. threw in the previous seven years. So, I mean, he's, he's been kind of out of sight, out of mind a little I, bit. I, and where, all people had to go on with what, what happened in New York. Exactly. That's exactly right. And that's, and that's probably why, you know, again, I, I can't sometimes rank these guys when I haven't seen them in a few years or yeah. whatever. But I uh, thought he played really good football against some, again, like Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Played some good teams. I mean, oh, hey, great. You know, oh, you got to come in against the Rams and throw dimes. You're down 16 to 7. Keep us in it. Oh, hey, here you are. Throws an interception late in the game. The guy tripped and fell. Probably could have been called pass interference. Played great that game. Yeah. Steelers game. I mean, managed the first half. Second half started to make a few plays when they finally took the shackles off them. Yeah. You know, they're too conservative sometimes. They hold back their quarterbacks in Seattle too often. Mm. But, you know, did some good things there. The Saints game was probably a little too careful. But, you know, when people say that, too, because I saw somebody on, like, social media of the Saints, hey, hey, the Saints shit on Tom Brady last year twice with a way better offense. So calm down with the Geno Smith didn't yeah. play that great against the fucking Saints. And right? those are some really good defenses yes. you list off. How about this one here? His passer rating, 103.0, if, you, if you're interested, just ahead of Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady. I Numbers I, don't say everything, but that one kind of makes you of stop and be like, okay. Well, I, no. That's where against it, some good teams. Against some good teams. Yeah. You know, and even even like, you know, his, his best game was against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's defense was no slouch. They, they were not a slouch. Their defense was better than they were statistically ranked. Their offense sucked. So they had issues. But there's a reason Josh Allen only scored six points against Jacksonville. And there's a reason Carson Wentz couldn't Ask move Carson the fucking Wentz ball the at the end game. of the yeah, year. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. You know, and, 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 Here's my last piece of the puzzle. 68.4%, right? And high degree of difficulty of throws. It wasn't bullshit three yards here or screen here. And look, I'm nine for 10 and I haven't thrown the ball past the line of scrimmage yet. But my quarterback ranking's really good. And everybody can, at the end of the week, go, look, he did so good. And I just don't give a shit about that stuff. 
That's stupid. He made throws and plays that really changed the game or changed field position. And I, again, will put more value in that than the guy that throws for 79.5% from 3.2 yards per completion. Sorry, that doesn't do anything for me. You've invited some really nice automatic Seattle quarterback questions here. Yes. With your first two sets of yeah, So right. Drew Lock at 40, as we mentioned earlier. Geno Smith right now, 33. Why seven spots ahead of Drew Lock? I, I think the biggest thing is, like I talked about, the trust tree. You know, I mean, again, Drew Locke, as much as I go, wow, with some of the plays, I go, wow, that is stupid, almost every other one as well. Whether it's bad decision-making, trying to fit a ball into a tight window down the field, or just the stupid turnover at times and not having a feel for the overall game, that's the biggest reason. That's where – and then – and then people are not giving Geno Smith enough credit for his ability. They're, They're not. His his Drew Locke, as much as I love his ability, is not going to go into Seattle on the first day of practice, and people mm. are going to be like, "Man, Drew Locke throws lasers around the field." Yeah, they're going to sit there and go, "Damn, both these guys got good arms. Maybe Drew's is a little stronger, but you know, I would say Geno's more accurate and controls the ball better. Certainly, I was would, last and year, I yeah. would tell you that Geno moves in the pocket and has better presence in the pocket than Drew Locke. Yeah, so that's where I'm going to go with that. So yeah. when when Big Russ rolls into town, Denver at Seattle, Week One. You're pretty confident it's going to be Geno Smith. I'm gonna, I'm, I think it's going to be Geno. I do. Okay, I do. let's go a few yeah. months beyond that. We, yeah. we just talked about Davis Mills this way. Sure. Would he be the quarterback after the season? I, I think he. Do you think you think Geno will be? I, you know, again, we got to see how the year goes. I do think he has talent and potential to be a mainstay, a mainstay type of starter in the NFL. Yeah, it's yeah. never going to be top fifteen in football. I, I get that, but I do think he can. You know, be that guy. Now, again, of course, we know a lot of things play into that. Not even sometimes your play. They're going to have to win some games. You know, a few bounces of the ball go his, his way. Can they protect him? How does the offense evolve? But I think he's got a legit chance to. And for a team that I think is kind of looking to go, we don't need a superstar quarterback. Right. We just want somebody that's tough thinking and that leads as you're describing him. Yeah. And do that. Uh, I, I do think he's got a little more chance than just your normal bridge-type quarterback. And if there's a team that's ripe for wanting to have that kind of quarterback after what they've just been through. Exactly. Wilson kept them in everything, but right. maybe they want somebody who's just like part of the team. I, I feel like they want that, and I feel like they want to play more like you know they did when they went to the Super Bowl two years in a row. Right. Where you know people forget. Russell Wilson was handing the ball off and being really conservative, and they were playing through the defense most times. Hey, Davis Mills, 35, Tyler Huntley, 34, Geno Smith, 33. Gave me a lot of things to, to think about yeah, and good. ask you about. Good. 32 and 31 are even better. No, oh, I know. This, hey, listen. This I is, don't mind saying. No, it's it's getting to the nitpicking area here. This is this ain't easy, all right? I don't know why I do, my, do this to myself, all right? I don't know why. I but get stressed out. I'm happy you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. And I just get crapped on everywhere. But here we go. <laughs> Number 32. Sam Darnold. The Jets quarterback theme continues. <laughs> yeah, Geno Smith to right? Sam Darnold. Seriously, right? Browning Nagel is next. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that either. Accident. Um, but, man, Sam Darnold, you know, definitely a rough year. Yeah. There's no question. Didn't start rough. No, didn't start rough. You know, and l- let's start there. I mean, yeah. S- Sam Darnold, first off, you saw it. He can move and run mm-hmm. better than I think people realize. What do yeah. you have? S- six. Touchdown, rushing touchdowns in the first three or four games there. Runs pretty well. Yep, runs pretty well. You know, again, pretty good feet in the pocket. 
another guy there I go, man, his ability to hop around and kind of move and do that type of stuff is really good. He doesn't have any different arm angles, so I'll say that. So not as a negative. Every throw is pretty much the same with Sam Darnold. The motion's the same almost every throw. Another guy that I would go has a very quick release. It's the one thing I've always liked about Sam Darnold. He can get it out of his hands fast. And as I've always said, he is very good intermediate and short ball thrower. Now, you know, he's got a lot of talent to go. He should be higher than this. I, I, was, I would say, and listen, there's still people in football that sit there and go, I think Sam Darnold can be something in the NFL. And he was 19 last year, 23 the year before. Yes. I've had it. Yeah. I've had it with one thing, and this is where he is. One, he doesn't see the field all that well. He doesn't. That is the one thing. Even in the 3-0 three, three and o winning stretch early in the year when I went back and watched, I went, you know, hey, they won. Some of those games, they should have fucking blown the team out or dominated, and they didn't because he turned down or didn't see the field right, and there was throws to be had. My biggest complaint about him more than anything is he still misses too many of the big throws down the field. Way too many. Like doesn't throw them or just flat out misses them with Misses them. Misses them. It's, it's, damn, there's DJ Moore down the sideline. He's gone. Just, so he, he sees it and throws it. He sees it and throws it, but just misses missing. it. Yeah. You know, there's Robbie Anderson on the 20-yard out route. Fuck, he's wide open. It's third and four, and he airmails it over his head or throws it behind him a little bit. And it's just too much of that to yeah. where, you know, again, there's, there's certain talents and things that I really like, but, you know, some of the, yes, the power, the explosive throws, as we've talked about, I know I value it more, but the things that can really change the game right. and field position of that, right. man, is there a lot of instances as you go through the whole season and watch this throw where he missed opportunities for them to do that. I think you just answered the one yeah. question. I always have notes here, and I have one circled with a star around it. I said his supporting cast, his experience has changed. Is there one thing that stayed with him or kind of haunted him from New That's York it. to Carolina? That's I think, it. I think that's, that's it. it. You it fill is. in the blank with that. Yeah, it's it's because it, the talent. Their team's got talent. Yeah, you know they're not. I understand their all lines not great. The O line, yeah, struggled a lot. Yeah, last it year. struggled. It did. And there's no question. Then McCaffrey got hurt. I got that. You know, and he did. A, he does a good job of moving the pocket, like we said. But also, here's the other thing I would say. He also loses sight of the pocket at times. So as much as he moves around in the pocket and does a good job, at, at times I found myself, and I wrote in my notes a few times, of just going, get the fuck out of Dodge. Get out. Just How many go. times are we going to pot the ball and you moved in the pocket? They're coming. They're collapsing. They're going to stop, hit you, and you're going to fumble. Or they're going to slap the ball to your hands. And to me, that's another aspect of why I go, damn, he's talent, and there's things to say that he should be around the top 20, but – there's some trust tree things there again where I'd go back to to go. It just I don't trust them to make the right decision or see the field the right way at times. And then I felt like the pressure of the whole situation got to him a little bit as I went through the year. Then he started forcing some balls and doing some stupid shit. And then the whole deer in the headlights. Scene exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So there there was a little bit of that. And again, I want to do explain that their offense was not good. And with Joe Brady early in the year, there's a reason he got fired because they their offense was very repetitive and very easy to figure out. There's no doubt about that. So, listen, I did take that into account, too. But some of these things that I'm explaining are controlled by you, the quarterback, and that's where it's just got to get a little bit better. And that's where it'll be interesting between him and Matt Corral. Yes. Uh, who yeah. they drafted. Because Corral, you know, has is more talented than Sam Darnold. Could see him playing a lot as the season. I could. The season got longer. I could. Uh, I want to throw this up here, Pete. 
This is Pete's question. I think it's a really good question. We have a graphic of uh, his career with the Jets, also with the Panthers. As we look at that, let's consider this question and this theory that's always been out there about him. Uh, Did last year disprove this theory that Darnold failed in New York because of the talent around him? And a lot of the numbers are the same. I mean, yards per attempt, completion percentage right at 59, uh, passing yards a game, 213 to 210. Now, he, he did throw more picks last year than touchdowns, but I think a lot of these numbers say that his production on paper looked the same. Yeah, I think the question's still... Still valid? It's still valid. I do. I do. Yeah. You know, again, it's some of it's trickle-down effect. Like, the, the Jets, in that situation... The- made bad habits and yeah, right. it, it causes some issues too that's and where the, people don't realize i think you're just going to go to a new place and blank slate and you'll be better no it's it, it can also give you less confidence because things yeah. didn't go well right you know you might not have been taught certain plays the right way who knows you know you feel the pressure of the situation I'm like I, I gotta prove that it's my second team now i gotta prove that i i was the third pick of the draft that just yeah. did fuck it up and all that you know so um no i don't know if last year disprove that yet okay. i don't i okay. don't again i think there's things here again to say he could be a starting quarterback in the nfl yeah there's a lot there but as i broke down a little physical talent decision making leadership pocket presence are kind of my four things i'm really into yeah. right physical talent he's got some of that for sure enough yeah enough yeah. money enough right you know decision making big question mark big leadership what he brings to the team he there's there's not much yeah you know that's 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 a you know another thing where i'd go like tyler huntley gardner Minshew. those guys bring something to the offense with their leadership their pizzazz the way they are their edge yeah, there's there's none of that with sam darnold it's yeah. i've thrown three touchdowns and the face is the same i've thrown an interception the face is the same and you know there's there's good to a degree with that yeah but I also think there's good to a degree of the fact that Brady throws the fucking tablet on the sideline every now and then and motherfucks people. Yeah. And does, like, there's good with that, too. And, and, and to me, there's an edge there missing that maybe some of the other guys around this area have, too. I have one other kind of overriding question or cool. thought about this. I want to see what you think. So uh, I, I know he's someone that you, you've seen the talent when a lot of people throughout the years have just seen the fact that they're not winning, he's not playing well. Yeah. So you, you're feeling that, that he is the guy in Carolina right now. Are you more... Because it didn't feel like he was going to be. Yeah. Are you more disappointed in the organization that here we are in May and Sam Darnold's your guy mm. after what we saw last mm-hmm. year? Or are you more excited for him because he is somebody that you've seen the positive when others have seen the negatives? Uh, I'd probably go with the first one. D- disappointed. I think so. I would so. say it's, it's at the very it's least surprising. One. It is. Surprising. It's surprising right. I, I think that's the word I would use. Right. Yeah. You know, I think they, they tried their damnedest to they make did. something happen. They, on a number of levels. I mean, I a number of levels. They they really did. They've been involved in the Baker Mayfield thing. Yep. Deshaun Watson. You know, Deshaun Watson. They were. I mean, they were re- willing to crawl to Houston to and talk to him. They had everybody at all these top quarterback workouts. Exactly right. right. There next to him. Exactly right. So I I think that says a little bit. All right. Yeah. I do. You know. And yeah, he's gonna have to go. He's gonna have to go a little ways here to do do you know disprove his own coaching staff because again, what I would say is Corral, yeah, we know, he's a little raw. But Corral being a third rounder, mm-hmm. it already happened last week. We got this guy in the third round. Did you see the fucking balls he yeah, was throwing right? today? Yeah. Did you see how fucking awesome of an athlete he is? 
So he's going to go on the first practice field of the first day, and his physical ability is going to pop more than Sam Darnold. Yeah. And that's where it'll be interesting for Sam Darnold here. If they slip up, he doesn't play good. I think he'll have a short lease this year, and you're mm-hmm. going to see Matt Corral go. It's really best-case scenario for the organization and for Corral that he's a third-rounder. I know. It takes the pressure off. It does, right. It really does. Same guy, same system, same everything, but right. the fact that he went in the third round instead of the first changes the entire feeling It there. changes it. Now you, they, it's like we struck gold in the third round. Right. Right. Where, you know, you took him in the first round. It's like, oh, we got to get him out there. we got to put him in there. Oh, man, we got him in the first round. He's not very good at this. Yeah, right. I, oh, man, darn it. There's no right. rush now. Right. There's no rush. There's yeah. kind of no pressure on the situation, and he's going to be chippy and ready to go and pissed off because he was in the third round anyways. Right. So uh, I, I think I'll think a lot of play. And let me just say this thing, too, because Darnold fits the scheme of how they play with Ben McAdoo. I think he's, you know, hey, it's a West Coast offense. Ben McAdoo became the head coach of the Giants because he was coaching Aaron Rodgers, and Rodgers was throwing piss missiles all over the field, mm-hmm. right? But that's also where, hey, Darnold fits that, but damn, so does Matt Corral. Matt Corral's made to play in that type of offense. I mean, that's that to me, and that's where it'll be interesting. So Sam Darnold at 32 was fun, yeah. okay? That yeah. was a gift. Yeah. 31 is even better. Woo, baby. Even better. Here we go. Open up the floodgates. Unleash, unleash the Kraken. All right, and here we go. It's Trey Lance at number 31. Mm. All righty, here Up we go. seven spots from last year. I know. I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know if I'm going to be hated, loved, assassinated, or what here in the next 48 <laughs> hours. Maybe all of the above. So we'll see where it goes. Probably just a little bit hated. Yeah, yes. I, I don't see assassinated. Okay, good, good, yeah. uh, good. Let's not go there. But, um, you know, Trey Lance, I'm, I'm, you know, flat out, first thing I'll say is probably one of the hardest guys to really place on the whole list. Mm. He really is. I see, listen, I see the talent, the potential, all of that. There's no doubt. I mean, you know, I get, if you were really into that and you believed you could groom him and fix him and do some of that, I, I can get why you pick him at number three. The arm is ridiculously strong, and he's a good athlete. And he does seem like, you know, again, he's a good kid. And from everything I've heard from anybody, he, he is smart. But I, I, don't, I haven't seen the smarts on the field yet, I would mm-hmm. say. All right. There's some things there. So we talk about the, the, the talent and, yeah, all that. And, yes, there is that. There's no doubt. And Shanahan's going to be able to do some special things. But I still got too many questions, too. That's why I couldn't place him higher where there's going to be a few guys in front of him that are they're not as talented as him that we'll get to in the next podcast. What's your biggest question? Well, I, I, I think the accuracy is still mm. the biggest question. Just the pure ability to be a thrower and a passer. You know, again, every game was – a fucking miracle to get back to 50% throwing. I mean, it really was. It was, mm-hmm. oh, he's 6 for 15 here. We're early in the fourth quarter. He's he's 6 for 19, and it's early fourth quarter. And I feel like Shanahan had to call plays to basically go, let's get his completion get percentage completion, up yeah. so maybe we can end the game at 50%. Yeah. I mean, I really felt like as I was watching some of the games, that was that was part of it. So that, yes, you know, and then the ability, as we talked about many times in the preseason last year, the ability to throw the appropriate ball. Remember yeah. when we went through that period yeah. last year of like, you know, people were like, man, so many drops in the preseason. It's like drops. It's he's throwing to a receiver a, from you to me, and he threw it as hard as he can. Heavy fastball, heavy nose fastball, down, heavy fastball, no spin. Yeah. Right, we've hit on that. Yeah, and that's it. Jumps out when you watch on film. Not only that, I think the thing that's concerning is it's yeah around fifty percent. Damn, I, almost fifty percent of the completions are like. Whoa, that guy barely caught it. Or, whoa, he had to turn around and make some crazy catch. It's not easy. It's nothing as easy. Yeah. And then I think what added on to it, you see very few real quarterback plays, go through the pocket, do all that, read it, do all that. 
a lot of his big plays and his stats were what I would call Shanahan specials, mm. where I'd go, listen, it's great throw downfield and all that, but fuck, he's wide open by 10 miles. Yeah. I mean, you could have put me or you in on that play, and we still would have got that done. Right, right. You know, and, and so I know people are going to look at that and go, wow, and I understand the wow factor, but that's not enough. I got to see stuff like that and plays like that within the normal rhythm of the offense and, and other things, too. You know, too many of the big successful plays were just Shanahan serving it up on a platter. I want you to keep going yeah. with this sentence in between. Right. This is a team that expects to be playing in late January. Yeah. He's not the best quarterback on the roster. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. No, right now he's not. No, he's not the best quarterback on the roster. You know, and Jimmy Garoppolo's on that roster. Jimmy Garoppolo's going to be – he's on this list, of course. He's yeah, above this for right. sure. Yeah. How you do know. they deal with that? It's going to be tough, you know, now. But this is Shanahan, who's probably the most creative offensive coach in football. Mm-hmm. He started two games last year. They fucking had Arizona on the ropes yep. in Arizona. Yep. The Houston Texans game, it, hey, go back and watch that. It explained everything. It was, it was Strugglesville, but they hung in there, and then a few Shanahan specials came up, and they win the game. But, you know, I, even where he is here, and, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be higher than this. And you, know, you drafted him at number three. His potential is great. There's the word. Shanahan can hide the deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Shanahan will – you know, highlight the good things he does and do that, and that'll help the growing curve here a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the thing I look at. And then, hey, 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 the 49ers yeah. maybe are the best team in football. I was just going to say, is the, is, is the team around him good enough on offense and defense where he can be like, okay, we're going we're gonna to make this kid good by Thanksgiving. Yes. We might end up there only a game or two above 500 or three or four. Who knows? Right. But once we get to December, yes, watch out. I think that's why you got to do that. I think that's why you got to play him. You got to start him. You got to do it. You yeah. got to do it. Yes, I, I think you're 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 saying exactly right. And I think yes to your point. My answer is yes that they they are the 49ers are a Super Bowl team. Period. They yeah. were last year. We know that. And you know, even with saying all this, you know, you know, they they basically had to do some of this stuff with Jimmy Garoppolo too. Yeah. So it's not like it's going to be like, oh my gosh, we got to figure out how to kind of work around our quarterback. No shit. Well, they've been doing that with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I, that's where I have tremendous you know, faith in Shanahan. Yep. And I think Shanahan could probably make it look even better than it m- might actually be, like it did last year. It look, When you look at it, the stats on paper. The, he's going to need that skill. I know. For a while. I think so. For right. Until he you know, grows into like what you're talking about. Yeah. But I think that would be, to me, the goal. It's just, hey, let's get him out there. Let's get him playing. Let's get progress. And if we can get to like you're talking about, mid-November, yeah. late November, where we start to go, uh-oh, yeah. he's starting to read the field and make a few special throws, watch out for the 49ers. And that's, again, another part to bring into this conversation of why it's so important that they keep Debo Samuel because he's going to make life right. a lot easier oh on Trey Lance. Exactly sure right. Would. right. Let's have a little fun with the fact that the schedule just came out and this whole topic of um, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo. So what percent chance right now that Jimmy Garoppolo is the week one starter over Lance as we kind of take a peek here at the Niners' 2022 schedule? Sounds like it's not very high. Yeah, I, it's not high. At Bears, Seahawks, it's single at digits to me. I mean, it's, it's 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 if Trey Lance falls off a cliff and we never see him again, yeah. or like something crazy happens. And it's it's not a competition. Like the decision's been made. Right? I, I I think so. I think Shanahan told everybody at the owners meeting that we think Trey, Trey's ready to go. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, there did, you go. Right. He yeah. said that. So there you go. 
He's right. They're, they tried to trade, trade Jimmy Garoppolo, so we know Didn't where happen. they are. Yeah. And then, man, it's a nice way to start. At Chicago? I don't know. I don't see it with Chicago. Eberflus, you know, got respect for him. I know he's a good defensive mind, certainly. And then Seattle? And then Seattle? Shit. I mean, it's, you know, that's not a bad start for to get started with here. Seattle kind of in a retool, rebuild mode. And then, the you know, and then you go back to the what I call the Shanahan homecoming game. The Shanahans go back to Mile High Stadium, the Broncos there, yeah. the place where Kyle's dad, you know, put the Broncos on the map and all of that. And, hey, shit, the, the Broncos, they hired Vance Joseph over Kyle Shanahan. They could have had him as their head coach. So yeah. there's, there's some, uh, you know, interesting little wrinkles to that game right there. All right. From a, from a peek at the schedule, thinking about the Niners and Lance, let's go to points bet. 49ers over under 10 and a half this year. Would you go over or under? And would your answer change depending on whether it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance starting? No, no, it doesn't. You know, again, Jay, let's, uh, the one thing I probably didn't talk about enough here with, with Trey Lance, too, is, hey, is running is going to be a thing here. You know, it's going to be another element of the offense that was not there with Jimmy G that you're going to have with Trey Lance. So, you know, that's another way of Shanahan being able to manage this whole thing here. I'm going to take the over. I'd go over. I'm going to take the over. Yeah. You know, this, this is one of the things I've said many a times. I think I've said it here. Listen, I talk a lot. I don't know where the hell I say everything sometimes. I, I, you know, they're good, like we both see. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it's a cool thing about this year. It was one of my little themes of the year. AFC, star power, quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. NFC, full, complete teams, mm-hmm. 49ers, Bucks, Rams, like real complete teams. It's not always just all about the quarterback and everything. I would have taken so, the over even if it was 11.5 instead of 10.5. Yeah, you'd go that high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. I, it doesn't change my opinion on whether it's Jimmy G or Lance or anything. It really doesn't, and I am going over. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we were sitting here late January we go in the 49ers from the NFC Championship game again. Right. Yeah, I mean, and is Trey Lance a quarterback? I would not be surprised by that at all. He's in such a good spot because in one way you think, oh, that pressure and the fact that Jimmy G's there, it's a team that should win in January, that's, that could be a negative. But yeah. they're so good. You talked about him being six out of 18 sometimes. Right. They can win that way. I know. They, they can. can win. They, they can win with that for a while. A hundred percent. They can't win with that forever. They went to the but Super Bowl without okay. their quarterback throwing the divisional and championship game. Right. So to your point, you're exactly right. They yeah. were like, oh, shit, that was a dicey decision. Let's hand it off for the next game and a half and just get to the Super Bowl. Okay, we can do it right. because of Shanahan. So uh, here, here's another guy, I think, um, to, to, your, to, to uh, what we talked about earlier, maybe like a, a Drew Locke or somebody that, hey, yes, next year he could be significantly up. He's a hard guy for me to gauge growth and where he's at quite yet. It's very raw. He's got mechanical flaws throwing the football, let alone some of the things we talked about. And that's where I'd like to know or see if it gets fixed or, you know, maybe this is maybe he's one where after like preseason game two or three, Pete gives me like a, re- uh, a reprieve, right? Reprieve. A reprieve, right? And, just, and just be like, all right, you saw two games. Like, now where do you think you want to put him? <laughs> like, uh, he might be one where I'd, I'd go, oh, shit, it looks good. Yeah. He's fixed his motion, and, man, Shanahan got him coached up. Okay, maybe he should have been 23 or whatever. I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be very intrigued with Trey Lance, of course, because of my friend Kyle Shanahan, but uh, just the talent. And, of course, the like you said, the pressure of the situation, too, has just made it a, 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 you know, a spotlight thing yeah, in the oh, NFL. Yeah. Jimmy G, they traded three first-round picks to get to pick number three to get this guy, you know, and all of that. And then, like you said, a Super Bowl team that you think is going to be 
11 and a half, you'd go over, and yeah. I hear you there. I don't think that's crazy. So uh, that's why it'll be it'll be a fun season to watch in San Francisco with Trey Lance. Hey, keeping it going with points bets, uh, you can download the points bet app. Use code NBC2K to sign up. Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Booyah. You know it. If you're in an eligible state, points bet has an exclusive sign-up offer for unbuttoned listeners that you can't miss. Download the points bet app. Use code NBC2K to sign up and get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So say you bet $100 on the 49ers to win the NFC. If you win, you will get $750. But if you lose, you will still get free bets worth $100. Come on. Can't lose. Download the freaking app. Once the game (laughs) starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. And there are five more quarterbacks there. Well done. Well done. Davis Mills, Tyler Huntley, Geno Smith, Sam Darnold, Trey Lance. Wow, you did 10. I did 10. By Monday, by Wednesday. There we go. We only got a month more of shitting on Chris, and we'll be good. (laughs) It is the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, thank you. Oh, I literally have people from other media markets texting me. Yeah. Going, thanks for your list, man. Like, I really, really appreciate your hard work. And for this time of the year, we don't have a lot of tough stuff to talk about. It's great content. It's May. Right. It's so May. So I, I, I do appreciate that when people reach out and, and kind of say that. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate this time of year. I, I get from my wife, are you listening to me? I'm like, no. I'm, I'm going through social media to see all the things people say about Chris in <laughs> yeah. the top 40. That's great. Of course I'm not listening to you. Right? <laughs> yeah. It is that time of year. Yeah. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, uh, hey, Pete, do we have some uh, time to, to read these questions? Yeah, from actually, I'm looking at them right okay. now. Let's hit them. Yeah, All there's right. some good ones here. Here we go. Homies react to the Sims Top 40. Number 38, you had Teddy Bridgewater. Nathan says, would a quarterback like Teddy have had more success with the Bears instead of Mitchell Trubisky for the three years when they had a dominant defense? I, don't, I, don't, I will not agree with that, no. No, I, I would not because I think Trubisky's playmaking ability was needed to kind of boost that offense a little bit. It was a painful scheme I mean, to watch. Andy Dalton and Teddy Bridgewater. What's the difference? Tell yeah. me. I mean, you know, Dalton just off the list there, too. I think I had him like 46 or something like that. But, I mean, you saw him in the offense. Didn't do shit there either. That offense wasn't good. Right. They needed Trubisky's ability to run and scramble to kind of get where they were going to get. Yes, were there some games where, yeah, it might have been a little more efficient at quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater? Sure. But I also think there would have been a lot of games where he'd go, yeah, it was more efficient, but he never made a play, and we lost. We needed the player to to win the game. And Trubisky ran down the sideline for a 40-yard gain or a 50-yard bomb down the middle that put us over the top. So I would say uh, no to that. That's a good question by Nathan, though. Thinking about Gardner Minshew now at 37. This is from Charlie Jamison. Great pod. I love this. As a Lions fan, I actually would rather have Minshew than Goff for his moxie and leadership. Rooting for him, but I understand the ranking. I, I understand your thought there, Charlie. Jameson I I do I I, I think you know there's some truth to that first off the moxie and leadership thing that is real and and I do I do put some value into that I've probably put a little more value in that the last two three years in my list than I than I did originally 
It, like, like I said with Gardner Minshew, he has a real effect on the team. You see it when you turn on the game. They love him. Yeah. I mean, he gets hit. They're worried about him. He makes a play. They want to go celebrate with him. He goes to the sideline. They all fucking want to hang with him and tell him how awesome the play was. And you're a fool for acting like that out there. So there is that effect. And I do think there's a little bit more of an aggressive playmaking thing with Minshew. Sure. But golf, golf still is big. Golf's arms a little better than everybody gives it credit for. And, you know, he's still played some football and enough football that, to me, yes, it's still a little bit above Gardner Minshew at this point. Golf's name will come this up is here a at tight, some Yes, yeah, so it's going to come point. up at some yeah, point. Yeah. This, hey, this 38 to 28, I mean, it's, it's tight, man. It is tight. One name we've not heard, Blaine Gabberts yep. at Joe Bucks Fan says, don't hold your breath for Blaine Gabbert. Last year, Arians called Gabbert the most underrated player in the NFL. Last week, Bucks co- uh, QB coach Clyde Christensen said Gabbert is one of the top backups in the league. Yes, hey, I, I love that Joe Bucks fan. What up, my <laughs> man? I'm glad he's listening to the pod. Yes, also last week, though, that they then also did say Kyle Trask was going to compete for the backup job. Ooh, that's right. And then I also want to say to add Joe Bucks fan at the combine, Bruce Arian thought that Kyle Trask would be start be maybe the starting quarterback for the year. Right. So Blaine Gabbert, I know the talent and that it, it is real. I get it. You know, I, I guess what I would just say is it just haven't been able to really see him play in a real situation a in a time, long, time. long time. So that's hard for me to just say, okay, I'm going to throw him out here on the list. I understand, right? You know what, what what everybody's saying there, and I know he has real talent, but maybe you know that's a guy again here. It's where it's like, you know, he was on my final 48 or whatever, but it's just like, man, I, it's I, I haven't seen, seen it do it. Geno Smith, Geno Smith got to do it exactly got to play right, again. and then and so that. That's the hard part for me with this list and, and guys like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, that's a good question. But uh, they've been sending mis- mixed messages out of uh, yeah. Tampa Bay about him. Dolphan 1993 wants to stir it up a little bit, okay? <laughs> you probably know where this is going with the Dolphan. I assume since I don't see Tua here, you don't even put him in your top four. You're wrong. You're wrong, Dolphan 1993. All right? He's on this list. He is. I'm not a jerk. I don't try <laughs> to be biased. I am. I really don't. I work hard on not being biased and evaluating it for what it is. All right. He's he's in the top forty. He's in the top thirty. Is he in the top twenty? Hmm. No. Hmm. Okay. But he he's coming up. I'm sure. get him Wednesday then. Yeah, you might. might. You might. I'm yeah, he's he'll be coming up here in one of the next few uh, episodes. Next but shows. Yeah, we'll get into two and on. I don't want to you know use any of my best stuff here on him. Uh, there's there's we'll we'll have a good conversation when that time comes though for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Love your list, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate you doing it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. It's Look stressful. It stresses here. me I, out. I know it is. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But Only because you good. care, which is cool. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I do care. There, I really do. Um, all right, everybody. That's it. That's there it just, is. There it is. What do you, what do you say? There's a show. That's a show. Yeah, it's not a show until you say it. There's all right. There's a show. That's a show. It's yes, in sir. the books. All right, everybody. We'll be back Monday. Ahmed will be back here. Top 40 countdown will continue. Uh, you'll see me talking about some of this stuff on Pro Football Talk with Florio, too. So if you want to, you know, stream that on Peacock or anything, you'll see some even more conversations about these quarterbacks and everything. But, again, I really do. I love, like, these questions here that we got at the end of the pod today. Great questions. They yeah. really are. And I love the questions. I love it. So please send it, even if they're a little negative. I don't care. You know, I like it because 
it triggers things in my brain to then explain the point better to why I got the guy there. I really do. You're not disrespecting me. I like the challenge of it, and I'm already well thought out. My biggest thing is, can I get all my thoughts out of my stupid fucking mouth in time to really explain <laughs> it the right way? That's the big challenge. That should lead the pod on Monday. <laughs> okay. right, save, it, save it for Wednesday. Save it for your... So, so I can, so I can okay. hear it again. Yeah. All right, good. All Beautiful. Right. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the weekend. Be safe. Enjoy the nice weather. We're yes. finally getting it up here in the finally northeast. It, yeah. as, as you can see, Paul's guns are out today. There we go. All right, everybody. Be good. Be safe. Paulie, you the man. Good to see you, man. See you. See you soon. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.